Welcome to New Music Digest. Sarah and <laughs> We're streaming live on Mixler every Wednesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Every week, we'll eat our way through the first three songs of four new releases. Nom, nom, nom. And discuss our thoughts as we listen live. Uh, we'll then vote on which new album we just can't help but want another bite of. We, meaning you, live in the chat, and obviously Aaron and I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, heads up, every song you hear is available to stream on Spotify. Uh, we have a playlist there. You can search for the official New Music Digest play, uh, Digest playlist there on Spotify and hear anything that you hear today. How are things going? Good. Yeah? Yeah. I have a complaint. Can I start with like a rant? Whoa. Is it like... It's nothing big. It's just... You know how there are those little things? This is that, not my breath. That annoy... Because <laughs> well, I thought I'm glad about, you brought it up. I thought about gum, but... Did you notice me moving the microphone further and further away? Sorry is that what happened? That. Uh, no, it's just those little things, even even literal, you know, smaller than bad breath that just get under your skin and annoy you. Do you ever have those germs? Um, I I went to find I had to go to a friend's house who I'd never been to before. Right. Gave me his address. It was an apartment complex and uh, the apartments each had, you know, a letter. So they were like the you know, complex A, B, C, totally D, normal. E. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I get this. I, you know, I put it in my GPS. I go there. I'll just look for the building marked, you know, D or whatever it was. And I'm looking at these buildings. First of all, it took me forever to find the thing that was the letter because they chose some sort of ornate font for these letters that, first of all, doesn't look like letters. And second of all, makes it impossible to tell an A from a B from a C from a D. (laughs) It's like, what did you think it was like a design thing that you were after? It's information. Just do a block D so I can tell where I'm going. I have seen these before. Yes. When you say ornate it's a common script, friend. it's like the um, the cursive yes. that wraps into itself. Yes. So like the B and the D and the C and the H, they all look alike. Uh, it's a terrible idea. It is awful. I mean, it was one of those things where... First of all, if I had, you know, forgot my glasses or what, I was, there was no way. Dude. Like, I'd have needed a ladder to know which building was which, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm just imagining you on the property, like, like <laughs> Right? Scaling the side of the wall to look closer at the sign. Just, just a heads up, if you're ever in charge of identification text, make it as bold and clear as possible. Because I, I had no way to tell which building I was supposed to go to. This is the case for any kind of... Um, design work that you're doing with with script yeah i can't really think of any time to use the ornate cursive in a letter i mean something that you can hold close to yourself and read clearer if you want to not something on the side of a building i haven't used i mean i remember when fonts became more and more ornate as the computer grew more and more Mm -hmm. complex yeah yes i am that old (laughs) i mean computers and 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 culture not that old but I remember going through and being like, this is the coolest thing ever. And, you know, writing my name in this super, you know, elegant font. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually use that in every day. No. You maybe use it for the first letter. Like you see in old scroll work calligraphy. Yes. Books. That's what it's good for. Where you yeah. can use the context of the other letters to determine what that first letter was. It was just, it was, it was very frustrating. So just a lesson for anybody, you know, dealing with graphic design or, or whatever. I appreciate in, in the chat, computers? Surely you mean typewriters. <laughs> yes, the typeset. I'm sorry, did I say font? 
I meant typeset was all wrong. Uh, all right. You ready for a good meal? You ready to yeah, chow I down? Mean, after you just got all that off of your chest, I feel like I you're going to have a better meal. You know, sometimes you, you sit well, down like for a meal and you have something that's just that's bothering right. you and it, it ruins your meal. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that you just got off that, got all that yeah, off I don't, your chest. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, start that during the meal, right? I'm going to get well, it get it out there right off the bat. Personally, I, I'm thankful that it's over with right here at the top. <laughs> But yeah, I'm ready to get started. This okay. is this is fun because New Music Digest launched as a weekly format. This is our second one this year. I mean, we've done this segment many mm-hmm. times, but yeah. it's its own podcast now. And usually every time we did this before, it would be, you know, weeks and weeks in between one New Music Digest to the next. And now we get to listen to all of the different music that's coming out. That's yeah, a one week period. Every week. This is the first one week period. Even though our first yeah. episode was last week. We hadn't done the segment for a long time. Yeah, this is really so exciting. Th- and it was interesting putting it together. In case you don't you know, know how it works, Danae has no clue what we're going to listen to. These will be four brand new albums from this last week. And so I put those together. I listened to them just briefly uh, to kind of get a sense for them, but I don't you know, listen through them so that we can kind of have that experience listening to new music together for the first time. That's kind of what we do. So um, so putting it together was interesting this week because it was from a much smaller playing field than I'm used to. Having said that, there's always new music coming out. Yeah. You can look at like the top selling albums. Let's say you look at Billboard's 200 top selling albums. There's usually five or six new albums in the top 200. Beyond that, if you go to like what new music came out this week, hundreds of album. Like you have no idea how many CDs, how many albums come out every single week. We try to highlight four main albums and we're going to get to those here in just a bit. And we usually play the first few songs from each album and then at the end we sort of vote on which album we want to hear one more song from. But we also play a little bit of sampling music kind of at the beginning and at the end too just to highlight a little bit here and there. So if you decide to join us live in the chat you're always welcome to throw in something that you might want to hear that's been released this week in case For you sure. miss it. For or and let us know if something's coming out in a future yeah. week that you want us to highlight on uh New Music Digest. Like today, for sure, we're going to talk about Bowie, right? Yes, we will. I was going to say, this is one of the first weeks that that Danae will actually know one of the albums coming out because of the big news, because of the new release. Um, So are we going to play his album? (gasps) We are. It it will be one of the four. Oh, I'm so excited. I wondered if you were going to put it on as like an appetizer. but I had thought about that, um, but it seems like it's a new release. It's a new album. It should take its place in the main course. I'm glad. I really think so. I'm really, really glad because, you know, major news in case for some reason you're living off of the grid and you Mm -hmm. just decided to listen to this right now. You know, David Bowie passed away just this week. It's really amazing considering the album just came out this week too, and, and it was his birthday too. Right? And the, yeah, the it's sense crazy. the sense is that you know he knew that it was you know timed that way, and he knew it wasn't going to be long, and so they put the album out and kind of as a, a farewell. And have you seen the music video that goes along with Lazarus? It? Yeah, I have watched little snippets of it, but I have not seen the entire video. I've, I'm kind of still a little bit emotionally raw. Yeah. So I'm sort of listening to my favorites before I go into his new album, but I have seen many friends give their reviews of the album on social media already, and it's it's been getting really interesting commentary, okay. a lot of depth, so I'm, I'm excited to get to that one. We will get there. Uh, let, let's do start with an appetizer. The appetizer is meant just to kind of whet your appetite. It's not necessarily a typical album, not something you would normally focus on, you know. It's um, polka. 
It is Polka. No, it's not. It's actually a best of album that came out this week from one of my favorite uh, bands from the 60s that I doesn't. I don't think they get enough uh, credit for how amazing they were, and it's the Mamas and the Papas. Danae, what's your, uh, what's your familiarity with the Mamas and the Papas? I have a mama and a papa. Good, good. Do you know, do you know this song? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear that okay? Oh, I like the little... That was nice. Monday, Monday. So good to be. <laughs> so that's the mamas and the papas. And okay, a lot okay. of people know like Monday, Monday, those kind of songs. But there are two full discs of incredible music from these guys that a lot of the songs you won't have heard, but they're really great stuff. I wanted to highlight one. Just kind of give you a sense of what they can do uh, other than kind of the ones you've heard. Like California Dreamin' is also their song, that kind of thing. Listen to this. Isn't that great? What is it that you like about this? I love the harmonies. I love the instrumentation. I just think it's really beautiful. You know that moment when you realize something you love isn't loved by everybody? It's not that I don't love it. It's just that... I don't, I don't know. I don't... I guess I kind of be like, listen to this. I'm like listening, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this yeah, yeah. is a woman singing a song with <laughs> two women. Ding a ding a ding a ding. Two women. Two women. Yes. Did you not oh, realize? Oh, hold on, mamas and papas. Plural. Yes. There's multiple mamas and there's multiple papas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So was their blend so good that you didn't realize that was two women singing at the beginning? No, I didn't. There was harmony. I mean, even. I could hear that there okay. were two voices, but I just thought it was like dubbed over itself or something. Ah, uh, I see. I see. No. No, not in the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, I enjoy the mamas and the papas. Are you a big oldies fan? Do you like oldies music at all? Um, yeah. Like what? What do you mean? Like what? Like what are some of your favorite songs, bands that, you know. Do you know me? From like the 60s. Do you know me? Yes. How am I supposed to remember anything? (laughs) I don't remember names of stuff. Let me, I can go look. Let's see. The Beatles. Big Beatles fan. The monkeys. Hey, hey. <laughs> if I hear it, I know it, but I don't keep that information in my mind. Mm. And maybe it's not honoring the artist like I should, but I hear songs and I know songs and I like the songs, but it doesn't mean that I know who they are. That's true. There are some people who can quote movies or quote or like recall information about anything pop culture. Blows my mind. I have no reservoir in my mind for that. It's interesting. We've had this conversation. You experience art, uh, music specifically, as something to just experience in the moment. And, you know, it is your experience to have with it. And you remember that experience for what it was. And if you hear it again, you know, you can enjoy it for what it was. But there isn't a sense of, you know, like, who made this? And there's only been a few artists that I've been like, what was that? Mm -hmm. And then I have to go. I have to to know who that is. David Bowie is one of them. Yeah. Well, that's a good transition then. We'll- you know, this is kind of like when you sit down at a meal and you're like, can we just get <laughs> to the steak? Please. All right. 
Are you ready for like, this? I'm going to like, sk- is it first? Are we yeah. having it? Yeah, right we'll now? do it yeah. right off the bat. Okay. We'll do it right off I'm the bat. I'm ready. Let's listen. All right. Here's the first song from uh, Bowie's album. Uh, it's called Black Star. so unique how well, he puts music together unique. yeah yeah his voice is something that you instantly know who who this is always i love that he's adding harmony it has like a really depth undertone to it doesn't it it's it, just it it's sounds- slow and it's kind of like i don't know but it's still layer there's a lot of different um, instruments that we're hearing yes i think i love the drum line well it's 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 so offbeat Syncopated. in many ways yeah um i think there's a difficulty here for me because it's hard for me to disconnect the news events of his passing from talking about his album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm thinking this sounds very much like a dirge. It sounds, you know, uh, like a, a funeral dirge. And that's interesting to me considering, you know, he just passed. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard for me to talk about that because I don't want it, I don't want to be disrespectful to that. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know that that observation is not some. It's not music that I would normally enjoy. You know, the kind of the the ghostly feel of it. You know that kind of stuff. Um, it doesn't. This, wow, that was interesting. That w- saxophone. Yeah, and I also love how he uses instruments. Like he lets the artists really come alive. Like this, he has. Yeah, it does have a it does have a sadness to it, doesn't it? Yes, it's that's sad. A, yeah, there's a real sadness. It's not to this just song. because he is now gone from this earth, but but it's hard it not to view that, that upon it, right? It's hard not to feel like he is speaking and singing in some ways beyond the grave, you know, saying this is what I you know what I wanted you to hear after you knew I was gone, you know, or or whatever the case may be. You ready for song number two? Yes. This is the uh, this is the song from the video. This is Lazarus. Okay. This is already more appealing to me. Because it sounds more normal. Like yes. the beat is. Like I find myself falling into, into it. Okay. Yeah. I also wonder what the story is behind the recording of this album, too. You know? It's his 26th studio album. Wow. 26. Still very sad. Mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting that he recorded this album in secret. Yeah, that's what I meant by the story of the album. So, do you know more about that? Like, uh, whoa. Yeah, I apologize for that. I accidentally uh, touched my phone. Go ahead. <laughs> do you do you know more about that? Uh, yeah, he was he was told to go and listen to a band at the Magic Shop, mm-hmm. which is the name of this place. You know, you go listen to music. 
And he went in, and he sat down, and he listened, and he left. And the waiter, the waitress, I think, was like, was that David Bowie? And then, like, a week later, he messaged the band and said, I would like for you guys to come and record an album or record a song. So I think he went, and they recorded the song, and then a little while later, he's like, okay, I'm ready for the album. And he kind of disappeared into his own home studio. Hmm. And then he came out, and he's like, I'm ready to go. And so I think he just went away. He prepared for it. He got everything out that he wanted to. Uh, I think one of the songs, if, if I read correctly, if I can, going from memory here, over the last couple of days of reading so much, mm-hmm. one of the songs um, he just picked up on the guitar and was just starting to play. And he's like, let's just do this one. And so, you know, he had these great musicians that just jumped in and they all, you know, began to do more. I think they were jazz, but they were exploring well, feel much, much sure. more than just jazz. Like their bass was jazz. But like, Somebody in the, in the comments says it reminds them a little bit of kind of like the, you know, Miami Vice kind of, you know, oh, 80s jazz yeah. kind of feel. I can definitely hear that kind of the bluesy. Get back to that song, though, man. All right, you want? Well, you want to go to the next one? We I'd didn't even to... get to hear his voice. All right, well, you ask, you shall receive. We'll just have to start just it over. Like, 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 can you zoom in a bit? Like, yeah, sure. Oh, sorry, how yeah. far do you want to go in? Um, approximately thirty-five seconds. That is exactly how far I went in. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just we want to hear like how he comes into it. No, sure. You I know get what that. I mean? I get that. Scars that can't be seen. I've got drama, can't be stolen. Everybody knows me now. So you can kind of see why people are thinking this is his goodbye album. You know, it's even kind of like you can kind of feel it. Not only in the depth and sadness, which I hope that the album picks up. It's not all just, you know, this sort of remorse. Maybe it is. But, all right, uh, I'm ready. I also have to say, before I hit the next one, mm-hmm. um, I did, I, and I don't remember if they were in the first three or four songs, but I did leave a couple of songs out of the playlist because they have the explicit tag. And oh, we okay. try to keep the, and I don't know what that means, right. you know, and so I, we try to keep... Uh, the language to you know a, a PG level on this podcast. So, um, but I you know I don't think they were in the first three songs anyway. Not that that necessarily matters. But okay. All right, we'll go on to the next one. Which one's this one? This one's called Sue, or in a season of crime. Ooh, a season of crime. <laughs> that sounds exciting. recorded version what do you mean by that um you think this is an existing song that he redid released as a lead single from compilation album nothing has changed and then which was in 2014 and then um re-recorded versions of both the song and its b-side appear on the 26th studio album black star
I feel so bad, but I'm just I'm not a fan of this. Like I just it's, it's, a, it's not hitting me. No, 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 it. I do though. I do though because again, like you know, I want to honor his memory. I want to, you know. Here's the thing: if you want to honor David Bowie's memory, you go listen to his work. Right. This is part of a great work that yeah. he has put out there. So if you're feeling like you want to listen to David Bowie, like you can go find music mm-hmm. that kind of fits more. Like and even everything he's done has this really interested like. I keep thinking of the word syncopated flare, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not like it's ever just entirely cut and dry. Right. It's a unique experience and he it plays around with music really differently, which mm-hmm. is great, which is one of the reasons I love him so sure. much. Sure. But you shouldn't feel bad. Well, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's not that I, you're saying that he was you're a right, terrible you're artist. You're right. I shouldn't. But I don't know that I can help but. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's, it's okay. one of those things where, you know, you, you, what is the phrase? Don't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> you know, it's just Aww, like. Well, you're not speaking you know, ill of him, are you? No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> there will be pain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. Um, I'm just not enjoying BDG this music. BDG also says he's not enjoying it. He doesn't feel bad about it. So okay. you and BDG, you can link arms and let's go to the next album. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. That's album number one. Uh, that is David Bowie, Black Star again. Uh, if, if nothing else, just an incredible story of his passing and him getting out, you know, that last bit of art uh, before he went and um, and out this week. So, yeah, I'm glad that we covered it. I know we don't always agree on the music that we play here on New Music Digest, but that's OK. We don't have to. Well, NMD is an individual yeah. experience. Sometimes Absolutely. the fun is doing it as a community. So I'm glad to have it here on the show. That is really what it's all about. Right. From the very get go, from the first time we ever tried out this little experiment, it was about experiencing new music together as a community and having those conversations that happen when you listen to new music together. You know, right? like, why don't you like it? Why do you like it? Right. Well, that's okay. You don't have to like it. We're still listening to it. (laughs) And it's different. And it's different than uh, a typical review where you would spend time with something, kind of craft some ideas about it. You know, it's all the moment. Right. Right. Yeah. In this way, it's very in the moment and it's very fresh. And I think there's a real honesty to that that uh that i love and that's one of the reasons i love doing this podcast all right uh album number two you do not know who this is okay okay uh i'm not even sure you know of them but let's check it out this is song number one a little nervous i'm nervous hands put your empty hands in Scars, show me all the scars you hide And hey, if your wings are broken Please take mine so yours can open too Cause I'm gonna stand by you Nice little octave jump there Yeah It's very pop, you know. Clip, 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 You know, it's great to listen to this, I think, just after having listened to Bowie and to understand the difference. This is this is an artist, or at least a song, that is very aware of what you know, what the formula is. And is playing into Listen, it. Listen, sometimes you get like a cookie. Mm-hmm. And the cookie is really unique. 
Uh-huh. It's a very diverse cookie. Something uh-huh. you've never had before. Right. You're not quite sure if you like it. But man, it's unique. Uh-huh. And then you get a cookie that's a cookie. <laughs> it's a sugar cookie. <laughs> this is a sugar cookie. I know what to expect. Right. I do like her voice. I do too. And I do. I am liking the lyrics that I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. It's, she's got a message. This is clearly a Christian artist. I don't, I don't know. Come on. I don't think so. Come on. Really? I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not. I'm not making a. I don't know. I'm not making a claim on her Christianity. <laughs> like I don't. You know. It's not. I don't, not, I don't think. Like a, I don't think it was released to the Christian market, so what? to speak. That's shocking. Well, you want to go to song number two? Maybe. Maybe it is. I don't know, man. It was like the number five selling album of the week. So I, you know, like that's okay. I guess it could be. It could be. Maybe ready for, it's not. Re- I'm, ready I'm for song sorry. number two? Yes. Because she's gonna stand by you, okay? Yeah, she is. Even if stuff happens, she's going to stand by you. BDG says she was in the Macy's Day Parade and is not a CCM artist. Okay. Ooh, this is fun. She just said drunk and you've never seen the things I'm going to do and then hallelujah. I am confused. It has it has kind of a feel to it. Like right, like a little gospel-y uh-huh. feel to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is supposed to, I think, being called Hey Hey Hallelujah. Right. Not usually a song, you know, that you would hear sung in church, probably. Um, I really like her voice. Like yeah. really like, I think she's really talented. Um... I'm trying to think of the artist that she reminds me of, which is hard for me, as we know. Grace Potter. She reminds she me of Grace has, Potter. A couple of times so far, there's like a little like twills and like her, just that gritty voice. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's like, huh. Kind of reminded me of Grace Potter a little bit, which Grace Potter is not a Christian artist for sure. Uh, I, I, those are the moments that I fall in love with somebody's voice when they find a fun way to transition between notes and like the, you know, the, the little trills, the little ways they, the ways they make it their own, you know, you can sing notes or you can sing songs and, you know, I love it when an artist sings songs, you know, so, all right, you ready for, uh, ready, ready, ready. All right. We'll go to the next one. Somebody in the chat says they remind her, uh, she reminds them of Christina Aguilera. Ah. Wow, that has an 80s feel to it. Yeah, the little, the little side the side yeah. Like lower range, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, it's kind of fun to listen to. But the production of it is very poppy. Yeah, I'm not, very full. I'm not sticking into sound. it. I'm not sticking into it. You know what it strikes me as? It strikes me as an album I would get tired of pretty quickly. Yeah. Like I like her voice, 
I'm a pop fan. Yeah. But it, it strikes me as if I if I listen to this full album, I don't know that I'd need to listen to it again. Like, yeah. you know, when would I be in the mood to to hear it again? Some of that also has to do with, you know, her perspective and, you know, different things like that that I'm not connecting to, but but well, for the most not, part it's just It's not like it's a club song where we're hearing, you know, like drink pushing and mm-hmm. partying and things like that, but it has that poppy feel to it, right? Where it could like right. flip over. It's like right on the verge of that. But at the same time, I thought that she was like preaching to me the first couple songs. So <laughs> I'm very confused. Well, do you remember when you thought, um, who was it you thought was a, a oh, Christian yeah, artist? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Seems like it. I can see her. Right. I can see her. Anyhow, I just. I, I did. Rem- I was really bummed out when I. When, bummed out because she was on some kind of like a a video mm-hmm. and she was speaking to a crowd mm-hmm. and she let loose a couple curse words <laughs> and I was like wow bravery and I was actually kind of excited because there's a lot of people who are Christians who let slip the cursing <laughs> and I was like here's someone on stage in front of all these people bold enough to just mm-hmm. like let it slip a little bit and then you're like uh, Danae she's not she's not a Christian artist and I was like oh man <laughs> I feel weird now. <laughs> I was like conflicted. <laughs> you were drawn to the humanness of it. You were you yeah. were drawn to the ability to be transparent. Something? Yes, this is. I, it was mentioned in the chat, but this uh, this artist is uh, Rachel Platten. Is Rachel Platten mm-hmm, is the name of this artist. So, and I think that's song number three. So, good. There you go. There's the first two albums. We usually first take a two albums. Little break here to um, bathroom break. Yeah, we'll be right back. Okay, okay, ah, I feel much that better. Was fast. I feel much better. Now I can drink some more water. Me too, ready to go. <laughs> um, no, take a break to tell you about uh, some ways you can connect with us. I wanted to highlight band today. We haven't talked about band in a in a while. That's a good idea. And it is, one of my favorite things right now is how much connection there is in the chat at band with what we do, with the podcast, uh, with the podcast network and other podcasts that we do. Um, and what I love about it is it's just this kind of bubbling little community. And it's it feels so much more um, intimate than trying to do that stuff on one of those the big social networks, you know, like uh, Twitter or Facebook. It just feels like it's kind of our little, you know, our our little place to talk to people about the show and you know to get your questions. And it's say the easiest way. What you want to say? Yes. And let the words fall out, or does it come out? Honestly, I want to see you be brave. It's her. That's the one. Oh. Who is that? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your band. I mean, like, I love band. But come on, who is that? Uh, Who's that, that one? Is... Come on, come on, come on. You know it. I do know it. Why can't why can I not think of it? Sarah. Sarah Bareilles. The BDG. Oh. Yes. What would we do without you in the chat? I love you. That's the one that I thought it was. Okay. So, I love Sarah Bareilles. Sorry. Anyhow, yeah, she's back great. to what you're about how amazing band is. <laughs> it really is. It's just a fun place to connect. And I, I'm... If you are, you know, kind of want to be involved in those discussions and hang out or whatever, it's a great place to kind of hang out with us. So, with what I love band about Band is that it's more of a direct connection. Yeah, if that's what it feels like. If you connect with yeah. us on Facebook and you wanted to start like a like a chat or something, nobody else sees it. Nobody else joins it. It's not a community. It's like you're talking to our our page and then we mm-hmm. connect back with you. But no one's all chatting together. Whereas on Band, you can chat with everybody. It's an anonymous thing. You do not have to use your real name, which is another reason I think a lot of people really enjoy it because yeah. they can kind of just back off of it a little bit and have a good time. 
there's chat rooms and posts and all kinds of things. And there are events we put up in there. And there's also links that we don't share on any other social media except for Band. So Band is free. You can find it in the App Store, B-A-N-D. It's Band Together. Um, they also have a website you can interface on a computer too. That's band.us, I believe, is their uh, is their web page that they have. Yeah, but it's meant to be mobile. I think it's you know mobile. I like the mobile version, yeah, but the... also I chat on it on the laptop. Oh, do you? We're... See, yeah. I don't ever go to mm-hmm. it on my laptop. Yeah, it's good. And the cool thing is, is that the developers that are out in California, they listen to the show, they support the show, they've sponsored shows for us. Mm-hmm. So we really appreciate all of their help in making this possible. Search for Aaron and Danae. And also we have a Sift Pop group as well. And you can find a community of random people just <laughs> like us. We're all random in one way or another. Uh, how you feeling? How's how's your belly after the first I'm two albums? I'm kind of hungry, man. Yeah, still mm-hmm. need some more? Ready. All right, let's, let's taste some let's more. Let's do this. All right, here's album number three, first song. Starts like this. I want to believe that they started this album in a cave. Like, I want to <laughs> believe that people would go and get that audio in the moment. Actually, the echoes and stuff. But instead, it's probably on computer. I like the build, though. It's nice, right? Thump, thump. Mm-hmm. Whoa, something's coming out of the cave. <laughs> There's no limit to power. This sounds like a Christian song. There's no stopping what you plan. Maybe he's talking about Donald Trump. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is definitely yeah, I'm a God sure, song. I'm pretty sure we're in that deep Christian territory we're now. We're deep in there, man. The glory of your grace advance. Let it burn up the night. Let it burn up the night. That's it. That sells it. That's, that seals it. You drop the J. What do you think? It's very, it's very praise and worship, right? It's obviously praise and worship category. There's something being done to his vocals right there. That was interesting. I think it even sounds like it's being recorded at this point in front of an audience. Right? Can uh-huh. you hear the clapping? It sounds like a congregation. I don't think it is though. No. I don't think it's a live album. But can you hear it? Yeah. I think what you heard in the voice was the female coming in. That that slight female echo in the background. It just sounds like it's distorted just a bit. Really? Yeah. It could be that there's a guy, another guy's voice and a girl's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm about to just drop some truth here. All right, do it. Here do it, we do it, do go. It. Drop here some we truth. go. Here we go. All right, I'm ready. There are certain songs and certain albums and certain artists and certain moments that just clearly put you into one category. I like music that you can sink into, and it's like this is a like even the the words like our hope is in the blood, our hope is in your blood. Like right, those types of statements are so Christian mm-hmm. that. It's just not gonna come. It's not gonna. It's not gonna move into other boundaries, right? Right. Like, right. like when I first became a Christian, this kind of music 
really upset me because it's just like none of that stuff meant anything to me. Mm. I wanted to sing more like like other types of songs before I kind of understood what was really happening, you know, in my life. So I, I resonate. It's not that I don't like it. No, no, no. I hear you. It's powerful and it's it's it can build up communities and when you have whole people singing songs because they believe in what's going right. on behind it, it's powerful stuff and I get that. But like as a sit down and listen to it album, I just haven't really, I'm not a worship music listener sure. person for the most part. I get what you're saying. Resonate with a lot of it. Let me push yeah. back on just uh, a, l- a little bit. You can listen to, I think of, okay, here's the example I'm going to give. Uh, and it comes from a movie actually. I saw the movie Brooklyn. Beautiful movie uh, based in Ireland. There's this moment in the movie where an Irish man stands up and sings this song about like an Irish war. Yeah. Or what it is breathtaking. Okay. Beautiful. The emotion you can feel in the room. I had no clue what he was singing about. There were very mm-hmm. specifically Irish words in it. Right. Things I didn't have reference points for, but it still moved me and was mm-hmm. still beautiful. I wonder if somebody could connect to some worship music in that way. Where it's just beautiful so. enough no, and, you, and the passion so. is there enough. But but songs like this, I don't I personally do not feel are built for that. Because right. what you're talking about is, you know, like a I don't know. I guess there's just something about singing the same things over and over and over and over and over again uh-huh. that I just it's like Yeah. There's just I don't no, I know. Get it. You, I get uh, it. I, and I felt the same thing. But it's not that I don't want people to stop making beautiful music. I don't right. want them to stop, you know, creating music that is a form of worship. You know, I think that that's wonderful and beautiful. I would never want to poo-poo on any of that. Right. And before we go on to the second song, I, I, I maybe want to carry this even a little bit further in asking if you feel like is there uh, honor or um, is it okay? I guess to say it that way. To make music just for a specific group of people. Like, is it okay yeah. to go, yeah, this is for people who believe this. This isn't, you know, for, sure. for everybody. Yeah. And if somebody else can find their way in and enjoy it, that's great. But, you yeah. know, that's, it doesn't I have totally, to be for everybody. It doesn't have to be for everybody. And I think it's important that, you know, we remember that not all this music is going to hit for everybody. And, and I just think it's funny. We're listening to David Bowie and then Rachel Platt. And <laughs> now we're listening to like. Do you want to take a guess? serious Christian music. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in the Billboard Top 200. It cool. is... Uh, the, do you want to... I'll go ahead and tell you. It's Passion's latest project. I don't know who that is. Uh, Passion is a praise and worship band. Oh, um, see. Christian Stanfill, Crowder, uh, Chris Tomlin uh, is on the album, Matt Redman, Christy Knuckles. Wow. Um, so it's like a who's who of oh, like... is this like the wow top hits, but for <laughs> Jesus music? No, I'm kind of. It's more about like the Passion conferences and... You know, I don't, a really, lot I don't of even these, know what that is. A what's, lot of these praise... passion conference. <laughs> uh, it's just where it's praise and worship conference, and you know, I, I can't give you the details on it, but I'm just, it's you know, a lot of these names that you know uh-huh. come from leading worship at these conferences. Wow. So, it's so when kind you of, go to that conference and you sing a worship song, you've made it, or event, or concert, or yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of it. Kind of how brings crazy a lot of these will it be if forefront. someday I do that? That'd be amazing. Yeah, and somebody then I'm in the one com- of those sellouts. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm just joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Somebody, somebody in the uh, in the comments mentioned Louis Gig- uh, Giglio is the one who has done kind of the passion movement. So okay. if that name means anything to you, but he's a speaker writer. Um, I don't think I've heard his name before. Yeah, so anyway. I am so not in the Christian culture like people probably think I am. Like bubbled up. Yeah, you're not. You're not in the bubble in that way. 
like you're just not in I'm like t- can we have a Bjork Christian artist somewhere <laughs> can we <laughs> probably but then again I don't know that that's know. the goal either is to find like the Christian version of you know the thing you love you know what I mean like it's it's good to have something interesting but I, I'd like it to be unique like I don't I don't necessarily want a Christian Bjork I want a new thing that you know sings messages that I resonate with and so is this a new thing for you that's resonating um, well, it resonates because I believe it, but mm-hmm. no, this isn't a new thing. Okay. This is very much an old thing. Uh, at least that first song. I haven't really listened through it, so. Same recipe for the cracker, different packaging. All right, let's check out, uh, song number two. Cracker number two. Somebody in the, in the chat said they think it's live. I, I really don't think this was recorded live, but I could be wrong. What's this one called? My victory. Even more like me. You carried sin and shame, the guilt of every man, the weight of all I've done. Nailed into your hand. Now, I mean, obviously. Crowder is a familiar voice and kind of a familiar, familiar sound to a lot of people in that bubble. It's more of the same, right? Yeah. Do you get into corporate worship? No. Like, like when you attend church nope. or whatever. No. Okay. I'm very passionately upset about corporate worship sometimes. (laughs) I don't know why. I think it's because okay, okay, okay. Manipulative emotional moments. Okay. I don't like being manipulated. Okay. Although, although there is something beautiful about a natural moment, but if I go to church and Mm -hmm. I sit into sit in an environment and a natural moment occurs, Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. But. Structured church means you start worship, you end worship at a specific time. Mm-hmm. You start the song, you end the song at a specific time. It's all very rehearsed, and I just don't find that to be attractive. Mm. So, there have been a couple of albums that have really spoken to me. Like Hillsong United okay. was one of the first albums I heard with the head like Stand. I think was was one of them on that album. Well, I know you've you've talked um, about Oceans. And, well, Oceans is a crazy amazing song. Mm-hmm. But th- those songs found me like in moments I was totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to hear them. And then and then they like carry with me. But like a lot of times, and you can ask my family, I actually don't go. I- I- I'll step out of the room when there's the corporate worship time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think. Or, or I'm the person that, you know, they're like, lift your hands. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't actually say it out loud. But you know, I, I I can love Jesus with my hands in my pockets. I'm comfortable just you know standing still and trying to find like a peaceful moment, a connection, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's not everybody else isn't experiencing what they need to be experiencing, and singing isn't a very important part of what they need to do. But I don't feel like that's something that I need to do. However, I love singing. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is sing something totally different while they sing it because it's also predictable, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I sing something else entirely different and hum my own tune and do my own thing. And then I'm totally into it. And I think, I, I mean, I, I think that's a perfectly acceptable way to worship. I think that's, you know, well, yeah. I don't think anybody would look down on that or, you well, know. Kinda. You think, you think that people would say you have to sing the same words that everybody else is singing and. I feel like in most church environments that I, and I'm raised in the Midwest, Bible Belt of America. Mm-hmm. My church experience is very much like most of the churches that I have attended in recent history have a timer to tell you when to stop worshiping. I mean, mm. I just is like, really? Like, it's just like, check, we sang, check, we prayed, check, you know, and I just, right. I like the real experience mm-hmm. of having a real moment. It's just my thing. I'm uh-huh. really particular about it. Well, I think you, would, I think you would get some, <laughs> get we'll go on to, the, I'm all flared up. You are. I'm sorry. No, no, no it's really good. It's good. Somebody in the topic. chat said we're, we're treading on no longer safe territory. Right. <laughs> um, this is the third song, by the way. I hear what you're saying, Danae. Like, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And I think for many people, this is a, a true worship experience. Like, it is... I'm not like saying especially, it's not a true worship experience. Well, you know, like, I really don't want to give that impression. No, no, no. I know. But I'm, I'm even I trying to draw... I come from a very hippie, bohemian background. This corporate worship... Corporate church is difficult for me, right, period. Right. So, I, I'm drawing a distinction between what you're talking about with corporate church worship and these events... Like, I think these events would be more like what you're talking about, where it's just, you know, bands get up and sing, and you sing along if you want to, and, you know, it kind of goes into the next thing, and you know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of a movement that is embracing what you're talking about, which is, you know, free worship, as opposed to such structured, you know, kind of things. That's what I see, that it's kind of a response to that in many ways, so... I wonder if you kind of have the same issues with like corporate worship that I have with like corporate prayer, which mm. is it's, you know, it tends to end up being about so much less than it's supposed to be about, you know, because it ends up being about what the words you're saying that other people are hearing instead of this real genuine connection to a creator. You know, I've had some pretty crazy, amazing worship experiences mm-hmm. while singing in church. Yeah. But over the years, it's become, it's just changed and shifted. I have, there there are a couple of churches that I attend that, because I don't, I haven't found a home church in many, many years, mm-hmm. but I love visiting. I love experiencing unique, like just seeing what's going on in, you know, in the quote unquote body, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. There's a couple of them that I love how they do the worship, but it's few and far between that I enjoy. And I, I can't usually, I mean, I would never say that to people in person. I guess if they, <laughs> Storm listen, to the, out. If they listen to the podcast, they might know. But <laughs> <laughs> The worship starts, you, you fold your arms, you storm out the back Are of the sanctuary. Come on, guys. No, I love, I love, um, sometimes when it, like, it kicks in, it's like a hymn mm-hmm. and everyone just kind of like slows down and like really connects to the words. Yeah, but but I think it's it's too much. It's all it, I'm just like an old person. It's too loud, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's too loud. You're catching your music. Keep it down. <laughs> what I do love though is the trend now, or, or or something that's more acceptable now is you know more like rock and hard music to just mm-hmm. get somebody you know into because music is beautiful and it's it's it, it brings people into a place. Not for everyone, like as you're experiencing, it's not for me mm-hmm. not all the time, but um. Like there's some churches in the area where we are and they like do like hard rock worship mm-hmm. sessions. It's like, that's what they do. They play like really hard. Like with music guitar, and solos guitar solos. And- I, I, I still 
Like even though it's I appreciate it, it's not about the style. It's not yeah, about yeah, the yeah. genre for you. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. It's I just don't like to be. I don't like to be rushed mm-hmm. into into anything. Like into the presence of God. I'm already in the presence of God. It's more. It's more tangible when right. you're, in, you know, in a corporate environment, and sometimes, and and there are sometimes the music can really like get you into a space. Yeah. But what a conversation! Sorry. No, that was great. I loved that. Really? I loved that it went there. I'm yeah. Super uncomfortable. <laughs> as uncomfortable as I was during Bowie. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe worse. The, the super uncomfortable. Considering music. I may be judged for this <laughs> little on indigestion a level. Little indigestion going yeah. on. All right, let's go on to album number four. Maybe this will clear things up. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Uh all right, this is for song on album number four. I'm rocking in my seat a little bit. Feels like old school punk. Yeah. I'm in my garage. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hi, bass. I've heard this music before. What? Yeah. How have you heard this? Um, I think I was 14 and I was at a friend's house and they were trying to put a band together. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like in my mind, they're on stage or they're doing their thing well, and they're all connecting going and here we're moving into the next part, you know, uh-huh. like they're all having to remember where they're at in the song because it has that sort of like hesitancy mm-hmm. field. I don't know. I think that is that is kind of that old school punk idea, though. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you just do whatever, and, yeah. you know. All right, let's go to the second song. Or the, you know, we're going to go to the recording out, the recording room, and we don't have to have everything 100% perfect. Let's just go record an album. The song, I by the really way. I really respect that, actually. This song, by the way, is called Fat Calmed Kiddos. You're absolutely right. It just it feels like just thrown together. Yeah. So what about it? What about the musicality of it? Not just kind of the you know the process of it. Is there anything to attract to it? Um. That was fun. That's like a different song. It just. It's like I'm at like a coffee shop on you know Mm -hmm. like hey guys. Me and my friends are going to be playing, you know, we all went to middle school together. <laughs> we've, we've been working on something really fun for everybody, you know. They have, they're, they're doing their thing. It's not for me, but they're doing their thing. <laughs> it just switches so quickly. All right, here's the third song. You only know that because I told you we're going to another song. Yeah. I could have just switched to this.
has going on right now what it's like each song they flip to a new instagram filter for the microphone uh-huh it kind of just feels like they've got these sort of like you know the mics the way that the mics are set up mm-hmm. but then it's like it'll flip and it'll kind of sound a little different on this one a little different on this one yeah audio it'll, like an audio filter yeah, yeah yeah this is like an instagram grunge guitar <laughs> garage group mm-hmm that's, that's, I think that's on the album cover somewhere. She's becoming like an She's gonna beat you, you, you are It's interesting. I wonder what they're singing about. I wonder what they're like. Did she just tell she's gonna beat your butt? Is that what she just said? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really young. They sound super young. Like, All right. Like, the uh, this is the third song. I guess I can say the band is called Heinz. What is it? Heinz H uh, A H I N D S. Okay. I believe they're uh, Spanish, like a Spanish garage punk band. Okay. And the album is out this week. Never know what you're gonna get on New Music Digest. In the news, Heinz. This band will remind you how it felt to be 19. There you go. It did, See? right? I mean, I went a little younger than that. <laughs> I ha- I always had musical friends, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in growing up. And I remember being invited over to their house to, like, I, I'd be invited over to, like, just sit there and watch them practice and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is what it felt like, right? It just, this is exactly what it felt like. I guess. I guess I don't share that common experience, but, <laughs> but yes. All right. I, so there you go. Those are the three bands, or four, four. excuse me, four albums. First What an interesting day. David Bowie <laughs> and then Rachel Plattern, mm-hmm. right? And then passion worship album mm-hmm. and then hind hinds yeah hinds yeah, hinds. yeah. man hinds 57 except for not the ketchup no no, no. And, not spe- and not spelled H- that way h-i-n-d-s right like hinds 57 except totally different uh h-i-n-d-s yep there you go man. so think of your vote if you're live with us put it in the chat we'll have our votes as well and we'll play a fourth song from one of those albums uh while you're thinking about that here are some side dishes uh dion kipling place called victory came out this is a christian album talk about gospel yeah there you go sometimes these are the best man maybe you just need to go to a black church maybe right I'm loving this. I love this. Right? I love this. So that's one. Man, that bass. That's fun. Uh, This is an artist called uh, Shaquilla. Shaquilla has a new album. Not to be confused with. Shakira. I'm always surprised what's in the Billboard Top 200. Like, there must just be like a fervent fan base for some of these artists. Shaquilla. If you distance yourself, I think she's Persian. So there you go. That's another side dish. Okay. Didn't quite make the main course. Uh, let's see. What else? 
Uh, Cauldron. <laughs> Shaquilla O'Neal was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? This is Cauldron. Cauldron. So there you go. Another side dish. And then uh, this one. I don't know that there's vocals in this one, but this is uh, Noveller. And the new album's called Glacial Glacial Glow. I love this already. Yeah, this strikes me as like uh, something to put on. Yeah, like an atmospheric. Oh, I love it. got like a motion picture soundtrack kind of feel to it. All right, we get the idea with the violin. That's enough. Dude, you're the one in control. You Come can, on, You that's can enough. change it whenever you want. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there you go. We're going there. Okay. Oh, we're going back down. <laughs> All right. Woo-hoo. There you go. There's a little side dishes for today, and we're on to the voting. Anybody anybody pick anybody in the chat? Uh, not a lot. I think today's well, there's no clear standout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna what are you gonna pick? Yeah, I go first every single week. This week you go first. David Bowie. All right. <laughs> there was no no contest. No contest for no you. No huh? contest. Um, can we go with uh, the gospel one that wasn't actually in the nope, four? <laughs> that was not one you chose for the main four. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's let's go with Bowie. BDG went Rachel. Let, let's let's go with let's go with Bowie. Uh, if for no other reason than you don't know what you're gonna get, you know, like that's that's where I would go. Even though I didn't necessarily enjoy it, uh, I am curious to hear what the next song sounds like, and I think it's an appropriate way to go out. Uh, this week anyway so um, so here it is for dessert your fourth David Bowie song this one's called Dollar Days apparently it's sound effects like this better than I liked any of the other three we listened to. I'm reading the lyrics while he's singing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. lyrics are lyrics are like poetry. You can read how 
somebody writes it out. Mm-hmm. You can read you can read how it's put into the lyric book when you get an album. Right. Or go to their website and you can kind of read how it's structured. Mm-hmm. But then there's how you hear it. Yeah. And then there's how you interpret it all. Right. So and then there's trying to figure out what was he thinking? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so Yeah, which takes on a whole nother level in this situation. Well, there is an interesting line in this one. Yeah, tell me. Um, is it oligarch? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a line. Those oligarchs with foaming mouths phone. Foaming mouths phone? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, on that note... I'm just think saying... Think on that. Think on that, guys. Yeah. Those oligarchs with foaming mouths Oligarch? Oligarchs? Oligarch? Oligarchs? Oligarchs. That's how it said. Oligarchy? Which is a ruler in an yes. oligarchy. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> now, for those who are wondering what an oligarchy is, Do it is tell a small us. group of people having control of a country, organization, or institution. It is rulership based on worthiness. Does that mean that we are an oligarchy? No. Because we are, we are a small group of people that have control of an organization. Technically, we are a representative democracy. You and me? <laughs> no. I'm talking about me and you. I'm in I'm our te- country. No, I'm talking about you and I. Because we have control. We're the New Music Digest oligarchy? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. I'll take it. We're an oligarchy. I love uh, it. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today on New Music Digest. It has been our pleasure absolutely to hang out with you and play some music. And also pay for your meal. <laughs> That's right. Actually, you the know who does come. pay for the meal are the people at Patreon. So we want to make sure to thank them, too. The people who support us on Patreon. Yeah, thanks for that. Because they picked up the check today. They did. Don't forget, all the new music uh, that you heard is available on uh, the playlist at uh, Spotify. Uh, Just search for New Music Digest. Uh, You should be able to find it that way. New Music Digest is also part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network. If you want to find out more about other live or later shows on the network, uh, you can follow the feed at Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Shoe the Dough. You can also find out more about us, Aaron and Danae, at AaronAndDanae.com. Much love and gratitude is mentioned to our Patreon supporters <laughs> for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. They pick up the check every week for our meal here at the New Music Digest. Support starts at a buck a month, comes with some fun perks. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash AaronAndDanae. Also, if you know a podcast or have a podcast idea and you'd like to see it on the Shoe the Dough Network, make sure and let us know. All feedback is welcome at AaronAndDanae at gmail.com that's it that's all peace out the peace, meal is over pe- peace out everybody don't we'll, dine and dash we'll see you next Wednesday at noon right here on the new music digest that's very nicely done thank you I've been working on it all week I'm very proud of you thank you <laughs>